0: hey hey! what is up spiritual hooligan how do you set goals in a new way in a way that actually creates an inspiration that pulls you forward that that has your goal achievement or goal process be easy effortless and enjoyable the answer is not something that you're probably thinking about at, in personal development terms the answer is actually more of a spiritual thing it's context Today, we're gonna continue our discussion on recontextualization and we're recontextualizing goals. This is part two of the goal setting process that we are going through. If you didn't listen to or watch the last uh, video, I highly recommend that you do that. And that was the first one in the series on recontextualization. My name is Matthew Ferry and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, and to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. Now, goal setting can be something that actually robs you of peace because your goals become something that hopefully someday in the future will change who you are, change the way you feel, change what your experience is of life. And when you are in this idea, this context, this framework that says in the future, it's going to be better, You rob yourself of the peace that you desire now. And the truth is in the future, it won't be better because the future actually doesn't exist. The future is in your imagination. The future isn't real. The only thing that you're experiencing is now, 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 now. Now, of course, you're experiencing now the way that most people are experiencing it. You're experiencing now fretting about the future, thinking about the future, trying to solve problems in the future, the future, the future, the future, the future. Or um, worse, you're lamenting the past, wishing the past was different, changing the past, rehashing the past, thinking about it. Thinking about this thing you saw on TV, thinking about this news story, thinking about this latest tweet that you read, thinking about your friend that right? So rather than experiencing the, the delicious state of present moment, I call it quiet mind, you're stuck in the morass of the mind. And recontextualizing your goals into intentions is one way to remove some of that that cluster out there that, that messes up your precious peace in the moment. So let's continue our discussion. Goals. Goals are often about motivating yourself to make changes to avoid a negative future. We talked about that in the first video on recontextualizing goals, but I want to continue to drive this point forward. Motivation. Motivation is provided with a motive for action. Now, why do you need a motive for action? Why? Because you don't want to do the thing that we're talking about. You don't want to do the goal. You're essentially saying the way that it is now is no good. So what I want to do is I want to take this no good thing and I want to change it into something that is going to be good. The only problem is whatever that is, whatever this going to be good thing is out there in the future, let's say um let's take one of my own goals in the in the past. So in my 30s I was obsessed with being like a famous speaker, author, trainer, All right? I'm going to be the next Tony Robbins kind of thing. And what I what I observed in myself over time was that I was one, unwilling to admit that I was already experiencing so much of the stuff that I taught. I was already on stages with three, 4,000 people on it. I was already uh, going to city after city and, and speaking to hundreds of people, you know, week after week after week. I was already selling all kinds of stuff. I already had lots of people who wanted my time and were paying high dollars for I had a lot of all, like, the qualities that I thought that I was going to have... In the future, we're already existing in my life, but I wasn't able to connect with that because I was operating in a survival framework. And in the survival framework, now is no good and I need to change it in the future. That's just the drunk monkey. And uh, in essence, I was being driven by an unconscious reflex and a hidden motive. So the hidden motives you'll see in my book. I don't know if you've read my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life yet. Here it be right here, Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Escape the status quo and experience enlightened prosperity. Now, hidden motives greed, grudge, hatred, victim, illogical rules, humble traitor, resistance, pride, and lazy those 10 things drive our experience. And I had greed running in the background. And greed says, It's not enough, 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 it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. I'm in this constant state of I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet, it's not enough, I need more, I need more, I need more, I need more. And what that does is, one, it ruins your experience now. But two, you also know as a spiritual being, because that's what you are, not everybody is, as a spiritual being, you know that the future isn't going to be better unconsciously. You know that already. So there's this like, oh, God, I got to do more. I got to take more action, right? And, and I'm not there yet. And I've done all these things in the past to get to where I am. And I'm still not there. And so there's this bleh. So you have to provide yourself with the motive, for action, motivation. You have to punish yourself. You have to create hooks in the future or or prizes or things in the future that you're gonna give yourself. You have to focus on your vision board because you need to like get connected to like, oh gosh, someday when I have the boat and the car and the blah blah blah, it's all gonna then it's all gonna be better. Right. You have to you have to essentially um, manipulate yourself into taking action. So if you have to examine what's going on underneath, well, you start to see that there is an underlying motivation and almost all the motivation is in the realm of survival. It's looking good. It's fitting in. It's eliminating discomfort. It's all survival-based. And really, if you're just being honest, you're hoping that the conditions will change and life will get easier. But in order to Change the conditions, you have to go through some struggle to shift the conditions, and you don't want to do that. So you're in this constant start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, because you're never actually in a place where you're just like, yay, where I am now is amazing. I love where I am, who I am, what I'm experiencing. It's I'm, I'm evolving. I'm in the process. But where I am now works. And it works because I'm, I look at it and I use a context that is strengthening and empowering. So it's kind of like this. A goal is about motivating you to do something. An intention is about the experience that you're having. Like what is the experience? So you have an experience now, and then do you want to expand on that experience? Do you want to shift? Do you want to adjust? Do you want to play with? It's creative your intention is bigger than you. It's bigger than your survival needs. It's It assumes that all is well. Your intention basically starts with the idea, all is well now. And then you create from there. Your intention takes you on a journey towards the results and, and you progress. And the journey ends up being more exciting than the results. In fact, uh, what you'll find is most of the goals that you've set in the past, and I know you're a, you're a high conscious go-getter. That's the kind of person that I tend to uh, be appealing to is someone who's both uh, high conscious and you want to kick ass in life. High conscious go-getter. So I know you've set goals and I know you have gone through the process of, of you know, putting something out there and making it happen. And, and I know you've noticed That as you get closer and closer and closer and closer and closer, your desire for the thing gets less and less and less and less and less and less less until you get typically about 80% of the way there. And then you're kind of like, whatever. So it's like, there's all this energy to get there. Then as soon as you start to get there, you go, this isn't it. And now it's something else. So I just want you to know that you'll spend your entire life doing that. And I'm certain that you have completed many things. And I'm also certain that you've abandoned many things. The question becomes Can you be in a peaceful, joyous, empowered, inspired state the entire time as you go up and down and all around through your life? Your life is not going to be a straight line, it's going to be wavy and up and down and all over the place. Uh, but generally, you're a creative being, so you're, you are progressively organizing yourself in greater, greater, and greater states of complexity, I suspect. That the greater states of complexity are also leading to greater states of simplicity and ease. There's this combo pack going on for you. So your intention distinct from your goal inspires you because the intention, think about inspired first of all. The dictionary defines inspired as imbued with the spirit to do something as if by some supernatural or divine influence. That's pretty cool. So you're pulled It's like you have the wind beneath your wings and you're just being lifted up. And you can recontextualize, change or shift the meaning of whatever it is that you're doing in order to create that feeling. The bigger the intention, the better the experience. And your intention is not something that you're going to know how to do or understand how to accomplish or experience. You, You won't know yet. When you're operating from your intention, the mundane occurs as miraculous. And that's so important. When you're operating from your intention, the mundane occurs as miraculous. You're in awe. Each magical synchronicity occurs in such a way that it inspires you and blows you away. And and you're in this perpetual state where you're like, oh my God, no way. Oh my God, so amazing. Ah," Right? Over and over and over and over. I remember when I set the intention back in 1999 to be a part of the transformation of the real estate industry from one of force and fear to joy and contribution. And when I set that intention, I had no idea even what that meant, but but it inspired me. It felt so it felt so delicious through and through to be a part of of helping people to shift from this illogical force and fear into joy and contribution it was so aligned with who i was as a person and it changed the way i spoke it changed the classes i offered it changed the way that i coached just everything shifted and became more effortless and as it became more effortless it was also unbelievably destructive like all kinds of old stuff that was all about you know. I need to force these people to do the thing that I want so I can make money and manipulate them and and all of that stuff. My goals, you know, like my survival needs went to the background and my desire to, to create an incredible experience for people went to the foreground and boom, it changed everything. Same thing happened in 2003. In 2003, I set the intention to be a part of the transformation of Wall Street from greed and selfishness backstabbing and sharp elbows to contribution, collaboration, and happiness in the now. And my God, did that change everything. Now, again, you can see my uh, intentions were, they're very experiential oriented. It didn't mean that I didn't have particular outcomes that I was trying to achieve, but the outcomes were inside of the context of what it was that I was, what I was actually intending I was intending on creating an experiential shift for these groups of people that I was working with. The journey itself lights you up and makes you feel amazing because the intention is so big that as the synchronicity occurs, it blows your mind that it's actually happening. So I got a question for you. Let's complete this segment of our our goal setting process together. We're going to keep going. I've got a few more ideas that I want to share with you. I'm taking you on this journey of recontextualizing your goals. But here's a question. What is a context that gives your day and all the activities that you do in your day greater, more inspiring meaning? What is a context that you can create that if you started to operate inside of this context rather than the specifics, I need to change this and do that and make these calls and have these people say yes and you know, whatever. So rather than being in that, the, those specifics, go up 40,000 feet. What is the experience that you are committed to having? What's that context that creates greater meaning? Leave it for me in the comments. And while you're at it, you've watched this thing all the way through or listened to all the way through, like this Daily Enlightenment please like it, Leave me a comment, share it with the people that are in your life. There, I suspect that there's people in your life that if you shared this kind of goal-setting framework with them, they would be like, whoa, and it would create some, some synchronicity between the two of you. So share these things with other people, please. You can also subscribe to my channel. I put out a new daily enlightenment every single day. Um, at least I'm gonna do it for 365 days. That's my little uh, disclaimer. And then you can also join us over on Facebook at our Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group. My name is Matthew Ferry. And I am the author of Quiet Mind Epic Life, and I am so appreciative that you are tuning in with me on this daily enlightenment.